We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. Welcome to News Today with Dr. June Knight as your host on WITB. This is a WATB disclaimer. Hey Brad, I want to point out a few things while I'm on a break here for a minute. Uh, that I've noticed about the unity across the world. Okay, do you remember when... Uh, Trump ran for president and we was all so excited because he said he was not in the UN. That he wanted to pull out of the UN, he's not a globalist. And, uh, you know, basically he was for the American people and we all believed it, you know. Hey sis, and we also had all the evangelicals partnering with him. And so we all felt like, okay, that he was a nationalist and that he was uh, fighting for us, blah, 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 okay? So I just want to point out some things about unity that I want you to pay attention to that I've noticed, okay, Uh, when I was in Washington and what I'm continuing to notice, okay? One is, is his extraordinary, extraordinary ability to call for unity, across every spectrum in the world okay now we all know what the bible says is going to happen with the antichrist that is going to call for unity i'm not saying trump is or anything i'm just saying that the antichrist will be able to call everybody into unity okay well let's consider all the things that's happened with president trump about unity okay as far as the religion he has designated a department in the state department okay called the International Religious Freedom. Now, the International Religious Freedom, uh, they use the guys that they're protecting people from being killed. But what they're doing is they are the arm of the unity with the Pope. They are the arm of the uh, pulling everybody together as one. Okay, so um, all of the deals that they're doing... um, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's hard to explain about uh, that department, but that was the meeting that I was at last year. 
when the woman got up there, because they're trying to convince all these states, you know, which are countries, uh, to become a part of this unity deal. And so they, this lady was speaking to them, and she said, the only way to get all these people in your country to go along with an agenda is if you have two sides that fight each other, but you're actually fighting for the same goal. And that's when I discovered that the Republicans and Democrats do not exist. Because then I realized, oh my God, we're being played. The country is being played. Uh, because you take the Republicans, which are the very conservative, and we say we go by the Bible, and this is why we stick by the Republicans. Then you have the Democrats, which we all thought was evil because they partnered with everything that was against the Bible. But then we've seen how they're all like this, but they're all working together. And so, and then uh, the deal with, uh, I've seen when I was in Washington how the Republicans, how they'll do things undercover and how they, they, wanna, they won't do pictures out there. They won't tell the people what they're doing, like partnering with the LGBT agenda, because they'll do it undercover but they won't do it like publicly because they don't want the public to know that they have partnered with this agenda but you know they do do you see what i'm saying they're all together and so the unity on that front is that the president has sent the evangelicals that are on his team over here to the pope and to all these different countries to partner with um the Muslims, the Hindus, and all these other religions, and that is one thing that's pretty remarkable. I mean, if you think about it on a president scale, that he was able to convince the evangelicals that are the extreme right, and you know, the evangelicals, when we say it, really, we mean Pentecostal. You know, these are the ones that are the uh, you know, the far right of Christianity, just like you have the Orthodox Jews with Netanyahu that are the far right over there. Okay, so what they have done is they have pulled the far right of our country in and they have made us feel comfortable so that they can go forward in their agenda because we are the only ones that would speak against partnering with evil. So what they did is they, they brought us in, and they gave us a seat at the table. They gave us power. They gave us all these little propaganda things where we can have worship in the White House, prayer in the White House. But yet they're sending them out to partner with evil, you know, to partner with idols. Things that if, if they was public, if the evangelicals was public with what all the things they was doing, the church would be upset. They would be very upset. But what I'm saying is, is that the president has partnered with them and sent them out over here to, uh, what is the name of that Muslim-led uh, country? I can't think. Help me, Holy Spirit. They was the ones in that nation's meeting where all the oil is made in the Middle East. But anyways, I'll think about it. Okay, so they send them out there to do all these unity gatherings where they uh, partner with all these different religions. So when you consider the president, his unity ability on pulling them in and accomplishing that is one issue. Okay, another issue is the peace plan. 
if you consider how he's getting deals across the world based upon unity with the business sector, the private sector, and the religious sector. Okay, so this is how they're able to get all these business deals is because they're putting all these sectors together in unity. Okay, and then when you take the um, State Department, the way that, you know, of course, I, I learn everything from a child's uh, very simple way of understanding things. So, like, uh, when I consider the State Department and all the things that they do, they are the strong arm, you know, is the way I see that they do business. They are the strong arm of the government. You know, they make things happen. Okay, so what they're doing in the State Department is they work a lot with the UN Agenda, which I've been telling you, the UN Agenda 2030, you've got to pay attention to because that is the uh, globalist, one world order, takeover plan of every country. Okay, so they work with a lot of that, getting everything lined up, believe it or not. Okay, and then, uh, he, the president will use these evangelicals uh, to partner with all of this agenda overseas and with the Pope. Okay, and then, at, in January of this year, I think it was January the 22nd, the World Economic Forum, every business leader was there just about, including Al Gore. Okay, now President Trump has been speaking at these, and he was speaking there about how good our economy's doing and all these other things, and what was one of the main focuses that he focused on at Davos 2020? Okay, so Davos 2020, he was focusing on um, climate change. And what's funny about that is when we was at the UN last year in September, uh, we had the big deal of the climate change young girl, that teenage girl, that was the angry girl. Remember her? And she was pushing that agenda. Okay, and then I was there when I saw the evangelicals down there with all the other religions, and I was ready to throw up. Because I was like, you are stabbing us in the back down here with all these other religions at the UN, which is the brain of the beast. You know, I told y'all the brain of the beast. And they're down there making all these deals, saying that they speak for us, knowing that we would not go along with any idolatry. We would not partner with evil. You can all support this if you want to, but you will be held accountable to God for that as well. Okay, so as he is pushing this uh, agenda of the climate change back at the UN, then we had the girl there, the teenager that was pushing it. Then he's pushing it at Davos. Then you have uh, the Pope in April or May of this year that is pulling all the world leaders together in the name of climate change to come together in this one world unity. I want you to see, Bride, all the unity that's taking place. And I want you to consider what the Bible says about all of this and about the end of times. 
you have to understand God would never partner with other religions. He does not do that. He doesn't partner with idols. And he, he does not do that in the name of peace or anything else. So, I just want you to understand that... Um, oh, here we go. This is something else I want you to consider, Brad. Because I was saying in the beginning of this broadcast, we all thought Trump was not globalist. But, since he has been in office, look at all the different things that has happened... Candy, have you not been paying attention to my broadcast over the past month or so since I've been back online? I'm not anymore, and I'm explaining to you why, ma'am. Okay, when he was speaking, notice how the stock market edges on what happens with Trump. Okay, when he was put in office, then the stock market got better, right? The stock market got better very quick. And then, uh, something else I want you to pay attention to is the other day when he was doing his press conference and they had the stock market up there to the right, did you notice how the stock market how it kept going up and up? Because we've been having all these crashes. And then the next day, Trump uh, spoke about that. He spoke about that and he said, did you notice how the stock market went up while I was speaking? I think I need to do these speeches two or three times a day now. I'm trying to show you a pattern, Brian. He's working with all these people. The businesses, when they was at Davos, that is all the business leaders of the world. And then right after that is when everything starts collapsing. Okay, so when he was speaking, then all of a sudden it shot back up. Do you remember last year in July when we had the shooting of the man that shot the people in the uh, Walmart down there in El Paso, and then the next day when the president was speaking, the stock market fell. You know, it's just, I want you to see the connection here, okay? He, in other words, him partnering with all the businesses, this is not just something that's happening right now. This is a connected factor. That I'm trying to get you to see. How they're all connected. They're all connected with the climate change. They're all connected with the one world unity. They're all connected with the one world order. And the one world religion. So. Going back to the coronavirus. I want you to see the connection on this. Check this out. Alright here's Bill Gates. Okay he's one of the top businessmen in the country right. He did this. Uh, deal last year in October where he did um, hold on here thing assimilate simultaneous event called event 201 now I showed you this in a broadcast the other day uh, when I was showing you how they had already went through the whole practice of this last year Okay, so if you want to look it up yourself, look up Event 201, Bill Gates. This is where he met with all the leaders, and they were talking about what is going to happen uh, in a global pandemic exercise. Okay, so that's called Event 201. Hold on.
Okay, I want to read you something here. This is from InfoWars, and I did double-check it, so it's not a uh, conspiracy thing. This is fact. Okay, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation co-hosted a pandemic exercise in late 2019 that simulated a global coronavirus outbreak. They also just happened to fund the group who owns the patent to the deadly virus and are working on a vaccine to solve the crisis. On June 19, 2015, the UK government funded Herbright Institute, and they filed an application for a patent for a live coronavirus, which was approved on November 20th of 2018. Suspiciously, a Herbright Institute primary funder is the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Specifically, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation donated 189232 to the Herbright Institute, in a 2013 grant looking to improve our understanding of and effective use of current control tools and measures, including vaccines against something, somethings in foot and mouth disease, two serious diseases affecting livestock that are widespread. Okay, so anyways, y'all can look all this up yourself, but it says here that Bill Melinda Gates behind global pandemic exercise focuses on coronavirus. Meanwhile, on October 18, 2019, also before the outbreak, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the John Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health, and the World Economic Forum, which is where Trump was speaking at, okay, the World Economic Forum, co-hosted and he, they co-hosted this in New York City, where policymakers, business leaders, and health officials worked together on a simulated coronavirus outbreak. So they were planning all this last year. And then if you notice, in a lot of our press conferences, they talk about how they're learning through this. They're uh, learning the different ways that all the government communicates, so they're making all of the information flow easier. Now, I've heard a couple of prophecies that have said that this one is only a test. Like, this one is not the real one. You know what I'm saying? This is not the real one. Uh, that this is just them getting ready for the real one. When the real one comes, it's going to be terrible. Titled The Event 201 Pandemic, the high-level pandemic exercise dropped participants right in the midst of an uncontrolled coronavirus outbreak that was spreading like wildfire out of South America to wreak worldwide havoc. And remember, Bride, I told you that they want to do, um, they want to do uh, order out of chaos. And what that is is where they create something big that will collapse everything and then they will come back up with this new system and Brian, they're doing this already in all these different meetings they had last year these tech um, conventions where they're preparing for the digital economy uh, that they're setting up now and getting ready for the chip the human implantation chip I keep telling you this and I know 
Some of you probably think that I'm a conspiracy theorist. But the Lord has been dealing with me with this since 2012 when I was in grad school in London about the human implantation chip that will be inserted inside of the hand or the forehead. It is coming, bright, And it's all coming together. All of these people that you see on the world stage right now are used by the globalist to pull all of this in. They're pulling it all together. Everybody is in on this together. And I hate to tell you this, because when I went to Washington, I wanted to believe the same thing you believed. I wanted to believe that he was our, I hate to use the word savior, but the, you know, one that was the warrior, that was the Cyrus, that was fighting for us, uh, you know, and that he had pulled us in and we're praying all these evil globalists out and we're going to tear down the deep state and all this. But when I got up there, I saw the truth. And it was devastating. What they have done is they have pulled us in. They have made the deep state the devil. They have made the deep state, um, you know, like an enemy of our enemies type of deal. But they're making the deep state as the evil people. So what they have done is pulled in all the LGBT, okay? They have pulled in all the other types of people, and they are partnering with them. And they're calling this an awakening. Can you believe that? It's an awakening to the global enemy, and the global enemy is the deep state. But the problem is, they're all the deep state. Our enemy today, bride, is the devil. It's the spirit of Antichrist. That is going to turn around and kill the Christians in the very near future. And the only Christians they're going to kill are the fundamentalists. They want to get rid of the fundamentalists. The ones that believe in the Bible literally. The ones who are not going to partner with idols. The ones who are not going to partner with perversion. They're not going to endorse it. They're not going to uh, endorse that lifestyle and so uh all of those this is how i'm telling you bride this is how they're gonna pull in the uh noahide laws you know i drove today i've been working today and i drove uh, a muslim and i asked him i said sir are you aware of the noahide laws and he was like, no, what is that? I said, you need to check it out. It's uh, noahide.org. And what it is on the Noahide laws is you have, uh, well, True News, uh, they have a different label for all this. True News says that uh, it's the Zionist, which are the ones that have partnered with, the, you know, that have surrounded the president. They're the Zionists. And I see what they're saying to a point, but I don't quite get the Zionist part. But they're saying that the Zionists uh, have partnered with Netanyahu and partnered with President Trump. And so they're the ones, you know, that are doing wrong or whatever. 
But what I've noticed is you have the president in our country that is partnered with the far right, which is the evangelicals. Then you have the president of Israel. Well, you know, the prime minister, whatever, of Israel, Netanyahu, who is partnered with the far right, which is the Orthodox Jews. Now, here's the deal. You got the president of our country who does an executive order to protect the Orthodox Jews. But he doesn't do an executive order to protect the evangelicals, the very ones that are surrounding him. I mean, think about that, Brian. Think about it. And both presidents have went through the same things. Oh, they're being attacked. They're the, they're the, you know, the, what do you call that? Where they're uh, the underdog. They're the underdog. They've been attacked all the time. Uh, they're being falsely accused and all this other stuff. And they're the ones partnering, both of them, partnering with the Orthodox Jews, which are rolling out the Noahide laws. The sad thing is, is that the evangelicals that have surrounded the president are the new apostolic reformation, which is the ones that are stabbing us in the back because they are the ones that are partnering with all these other religions as one and partnering with the Orthodox Jews and partnering with Netanyahu, who is partnering with the LGBTQ over there in, in uh, I was going to say Europe, but uh, the LGBTQ in Israel, allowing it to be the biggest capital of the world of the LGBT and just doing a perverted fest over there every year. And the evangelicals think nothing of this by partnering with all this, knowing how God did uh, Israel when they, parted with, when they partnered with perversion years ago in the Old Testament. God is holy and he would never partner with that. But yet our evangelicals, who the president has partnered with, does not speak against the perversion in that country or our country they don't speak against it and now the perversion has come over on our shores and now we have our big name leaders out here uh pushing this perversion and out here partnering with the perversion and they're they're telling people oh it's okay you know look we're gonna have this Jesus awakening we're gonna have this great awakening and you know David he always sinned and he was used by God and he murdered and he was in perversion and you know you have old Lonnie Frisbee out here who back in the Jesus movement Lonnie Frisbee you know he would be in homosexual affairs and then he would be out uh, partying on Saturday night but operating in signs miracles and wonders on Sunday morning and so this is the attitude that we have now. And this is where the real church just needs to stand up. The real church just says, you know, look at here, people. We're, we're not going to partner with that. And this is the church that's going to be killed in the very near future. Because the Noahide laws, once y'all do your, do your own research, don't believe a word I'm saying. I'm just telling you as your servant, okay? 
Search it out, noahide.org. Search it out yourself. And you will see that they will kill the Christians because we will be speaking blasphemy when we speak the name of Jesus. And when we speak it in truth and say Jesus is the only way to heaven. Jesus is the only way. Whether you're Jew or Gentile, you have to convert to Christianity. There is no other way. And with passing this anti-Semitism law, uh, you know, that's going to be used against the church in the very near future. So, I'm just hoping that this opens up your eyes, Brian, and you just pray about it, research it yourself, and then go from there. Okay, so... I'm going to get off here, and I love you, Bride, and I'm hoping that you see the big picture of what I'm talking about. Uh, the enemy is the spirit of Antichrist, okay? The beast is formed right in front of our eyes, right under our noses, using the guise of climate change, wanting us to partner and to dumb down our Christianity and to tolerate sin. And we cannot do it, Bride. We have got to stand firm on the Word of God, even to the point of martyrdom. And that's the Bride that I'm preparing, you know, is the ones that are ready to stand up for truth no matter what. Okay, well, I love you, Bride. God bless. There's some things I've got to tell you. Okay. The president did his press conference. And guess when they brought it up about the G7? In the end. And listen to his reaction. Let me go and play it. Alright. Let's see here. I want you to see his reaction. Isn't that funny? They're saying the millenniums, the millennials are the core group that will stop the coronavirus. Okay, isn't it funny? They're targeting the elderly people, the ones who know about um, the end of times and know about the mark of the beast and all this kind of stuff. I just can't think and help but think this is a, not a coincidence. Okay, so... Let's pray. Let's see if this is the full and our consultation with governors conference. Hold on. The decision to further no, that will stop this virus. Why are they cutting this in clips? They're appealing to all four about washing your hands. I want to see the live one. Here we go. Is this the live one? If you have coronavirus, okay. It is. Less I want to show you their question at the end. The data and the information and restaurants should shut down over the next 15 days. So why was it seen as being imprudent or not, not necessary to take that additional step? I've got several bits of news to tell you. Well, I think we have to say the data... And we're calling on every American to do... and not been exposed to anyone. Uh, oh, okay. Hold on. Their responses. As you are with very confident today there in a position that uh, some of them are in a rough position. Look at a couple oh, of okay, here it is. 
Just spread the word of the United this is uh this is advice on behalf of the president of the united states okay now this is uh what's his name talking days vice president Pence. the spread of the corona virus and we're calling on every american to do your part because together uh, we'll get through this and we'll find our way forward what was the upshot it of that? Was, are you uh, still going to be able to meet at Camp David? I think well, it looks like it. And are you confident in their responses? As you are, I'm very problem. confident. Uh, they're in a position that uh, some of them are in a rough position. If you look at a couple of them, uh, and uh, some are heading toward pretty rough territory. Uh, we had a very good uh, conference. It was a teleconference. Uh, everybody was on the phone. Every leader and. Uh, Almost 100% was devoted to the subject that we're talking about today. And uh, they are working very hard. And, you know, they're very concerned, obviously, but they're working very hard. But oh, it's backwards. Say just about all of it was, Steve, all of it was devoted to what we're talking about. Hold that summit at Camp David? I think so. I mean, uh, so far it seems that we haven't, we didn't even discuss that. It's still a ways off. But uh, it was a very good discussion. And they have, uh, there's a great camaraderie. There's a great togetherness. I think it was, I think I can say that. Uh, very, very strongly. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. There's great togetherness, so I don't want to talk about this anymore. I want to. <laughs> Anyways, okay, then I get a notice from the White House. Check this out, Bride. After I just read you uh, what they said about the G7 and the New World Order that's coming together with all of the countries coming together as one. Uh, putting their money together, all their data together, all their medical records together uh, under the guise of this coronavirus. Okay, then I get a notice about the press corps. Now listen to this. Okay, memo to the White House uh, Association for the Correspondents, White House Correspondent Association. Uh, from the press secretary regarding press access. Okay, out of a, an abundance of caution, the White House press office is taking the following temporary steps to mitigate the spread of the virus, while at the same time continuing to provide access to the press to cover the Trump administration's unprecedented actions to combat the pandemic. Effective Tuesday, March the 17th, and continuing until further notice, the White House Correspondent Association has issued an emergency and temporary seating charge. Now today, when you watch the press conference, you was wondering, where is all the press? Why are they sitting three or four seats apart? Because they only have a certain amount of people in there, maybe, you know, 10 or 12 um, press people in the... Uh, press briefing room okay and has issued an emergency and temporary seating chart for the James S. Brady press briefing room that reflects appropriate social distancing guidelines that must be in every so often seats we applaud this action so all of a sudden the White House Correspondence Association is actually cooperating with the White House. It has been a big battle uh, over the past three and a half years uh, between them because they're more liberal and more leftist. 
uh, with him. So that's one thing. Two, members of the press who do not have a seat on the updated seating chart or who do not participate in the president's in-house pool will not be permitted access to the White House complex. So they have shut down the complex. So what they mean is uh, basically the pool, remember I tried to explain to you what the White House pool is. The White House pool is represents five different types of media. So you'll have television, radio, print publishing, and something, something. Okay, but five different types. So you may have CBS, ABC, NBC, Reuters, you know, different ones. Uh, they're called the pool, and that means that they have access to the president all day at any time he can call them into a press conference they are on call all day long and they go with him wherever he wants them to go but it's a very limited amount of people so they're able to uh you know be with him anywhere and so they offer the streaming to all the other press corps and they give reports uh, they give reports back to us telling us all the different moves that's happening in the White House and with the president and whatnot. So it looks like the White House uh, Correspondents Association has picked like an official pool uh, that will stay with the president. Now, it's in, gonna be interesting to find out which media is it, and it's probably the top five. Okay, um, and this is what they say at the bottom. Uh, okay, now more than ever, America needs a healthy, fair, and accurate press to deliver uh, the news. We again urge members of the press to direct the American people to the coronavirus.gov uh, for the most up-to-date and factual information available. And I read this today, Brian, and I was like, thank you, Lord, for moving me out of there. You moved me out right when all this was hitting and the shutdown was about to happen so i'm happy god got me out of there okay something else i want to discuss is the information that they gave in the press conference uh which was the information that they asked him are you going to do a national shutdown and he said no i'm not he said at this time i'm not so as of right now uh, it's not coming to a national shutdown. He is saying uh, they want to do a 15 days, which answers the question of how the churches got the uh, April 1st date. Like, how did they know to shut down the churches for two weeks? Where did they get this two weeks? So what they're, I don't know if they got an email from, you know, FEMA. Uh, telling them, you know, we suggest that you shut your doors for two weeks or how it was. But what they're saying is, is that the president's coronavirus guidelines for America are as follows. Okay. 15 days to slow the spread. So these are, this is the advice from the president for people uh, to slow the virus. Listen and follow the directions of your local and state authorities. If you feel sick, stay home. Do not go to work. Contact your medical provider. If your children are sick, keep them at home. Do not send them to school. Contact your medical provider. 
If someone in your household has tested positive for the coronavirus, keep the entire household at home. Do not go to work. Do not go to school. Contact your medical provider. If you are an older person, which they defined as 60 and older, stay home and away from other people. If you are a person with a serious underlying health condition that can put you at increased risk, for example, a condition that impairs your lung or heart function or weakens your immune system, stay home and away from other people. That's it, Brian. There is no lockdown like we was thinking. Uh, there is no telling all the businesses to shut down for two weeks and all the other panic. Uh, that we've been thinking about the stores, everybody buying up everything. So, um, it makes you wonder if it's as serious as they're saying because uh, they did say that they have suddenly, they are coming up with a vaccine that will be available very soon. Now, did they, they said in the beginning that it takes 18 months to come up with a vaccine. But they have found one uh, they're thinking could be a vaccine uh, that can be really soon. So it makes me wonder about that prophecy I showed you last night where they said this one uh, is a man-made one and all it is is a test ground. This is just a test. But, um, you know, like they made it and it'd be very small and it'd go away very quickly. But the next one is going to be the massive one. So, um... I don't know what else to tell you except, you know, you can go by what you heard on there. Uh, my feelings is that uh, when he was addressed about the G7, he skipped over it real quickly. He did not want to talk about it uh, because the G7 is the New World Order. In my, this is just my opinion, okay? Uh, the G7 is the beginning stages of the document that I read you today of the New World Order, of them coming together in unity and, and blending everything together, all their data, medical records, facilities. That one, when, when I read that about the facilities, that just freaked me out, really. Because, um, you know, what are we going to see? Okay, if they can get 80% of the citizens at home get them scared enough to get them at home so they can get out here and get the infrastructure set up and everything for this new world order with all these billions of dollars that they have now. I would really like, if I had time, I would like to go and read these uh, documents that the Republicans and Democrats are now agreeing on. I would like to read them. I would like to see what it, what is it that y'all can now come in agreement about. What are you putting in there that has to do with the UN agenda? Uh, so, let us, the ones that are paying attention, uh, keep our eyes open for G7 and what they're doing because now we know they are the uh, committee of the UN for the uh, New World Order. So, let's keep up with what they're doing. Uh, we'll continue to watch these broadcast every day and stay informed and we know now that the press corps is shut down okay so the president is designated 
uh, and the White House Press Correspondents Association uh, has picked a certain media that will be uh, with the president through this crisis, which is probably going to be the big ones, CNN, ABC, CBS, Fox, you know. And uh, all the rest of them have to stay off campus. So basically, they're doing just like me. They will be reporting from home uh, or from their offices. Okay, so um, I will see you tonight. Later on tonight, we're going to do another broadcast, a late night broadcast, uh, where we will do that agenda. Okay, the uh, not agenda 2030, but the um, event 201. And we're going to go through what it is that Bill Gates went through. And one, I caught on to one thing that the president said today that really made my ears, um, you know, it caught my attention, is when he said that they was not prepared for this, that, you know, they haven't had anything for years. And I'm thinking, uh, hello, you was uh, part of this uh event 201 uh back in october so y'all know fully well what you're uh facing you know so i cannot wait bride for us to get into that tonight so plan on being with me for a while we're gonna go through their videos and we're gonna see okay what's the next thing on the plate what's the next thing you're gonna do what is the what is the escalation that's about to take place because the G7 document told us today this is about to escalate. So let's see what's about to happen. So I think that document is going to help us a lot. Okay, and if any of you out there have time uh, to check out the bills that the Democrats and the Republicans are pushing out right now, uh, partnering together for this coronavirus, I want to read those bills somebody read them bills and let me know if you see anything having to do with uh the un the key words you would want to look for is the un agenda 2030 uh global community uh and all that kind of stuff anything you see out of place let me know because uh, i guarantee they're inserting some things in there that is not going to be good for the christians Remember when I was in Washington and I was going through the bills that the Democrats were writing because I thought they was the evil one. <laughs> and I was going through their bills, boy, and I was like, look at what they're doing. You know, because they would make it look good to the public, but then they would insert two or three lines of terrible language that's going to hurt us in the very near future. You know, and then they were the ones doing HR5 and all the other stuff and then after i found all that out in uh may of last year and then i go to the un and study all the un and study their uh sustainable developmental goals their sdgs which is a part of their agenda 2030 when i was studying that i was realizing wait a minute wait the democrats are actually just implementing the un agenda so uh we think they're so evil but that's just what this uh globalist government is doing so now that they're all working together let's check out their documents let's see what they're doing if anybody has time out there please do that for me 
So I will see you later on, Brad. So let me just recap what we talked about today on this broadcast to you that just signed on. The president shut down the press corps. All we have left in the White House is the very few that they're calling like the press pool. Okay, so these are like the big name medias, ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox. You know, just the, the top ones. And uh, so we're on a very restrictive access to the White House. So all the other medias are out the door. So they will be just reporting from their office or from the House. Uh, but since I am still connected, I will be receiving information from them still. And we'll be able to uh, continue my little uh, reports that I'm doing now. Okay, so uh, that's the one thing. Okay, so the press corps shut down. The next thing is, was the G7 uh, document that I read you today which um, came from the press corps, I mean not the press corps, but the press office, uh, which basically told us that the president is globalist. He has partnered with this uh, one world government and they are all pulling together under the guise of the coronavirus, uh, pulling together medical data, uh, any other data uh financial stuff together asking all the countries to chip in and pay socialism type of deal and a bunch of other stuff that document was something okay and then what was the oh the other thing was the shocker i think of the day is that he's not going to do a lockdown so basically he is not uh, as serious as i think we was thinking it was going to be uh, he's just basically saying, look, be careful out there. If you're just over 60, stay home. Uh, if anybody in your house gets sick, everybody just quarantine yourself just to be safe for two weeks. Wash your hands and be careful. Basically, is all he's saying. Uh, the CDC put out a suggestion. You know, in other words, nothing has come down like martial law or quarantine or anything like that. It's just been very... Uh, soft suggestions you know like we're asking that all the businesses over you know if they got 50 people there to you know uh, shut your doors or whatever so it's not as um, serious I think as we all thought it was it's just my thought for the day let me know what you think what did you think by watching the would did y'all feel the same way I did? Because to me, okay, if it's escalating as bad as we thought it was, and they say, oh, it's doubling every day, and people are dying by the thousands, and now they're announcing all of these. Oh, I need to tell you this, Brad. They're announcing all of these uh, actors and whatnot that have the coronavirus, and these are people of different ages. Okay, so I got a report that says that uh, now this is nothing official this little report I'm about to give you this is just you know hearsay but it's putting some things together um, saying that okay there's mass arrest taking place and they're telling these people you either tell people you've got the coronavirus and commit suicide and leave out of here on a good note 
with a good reputation or we will expose you and you know I don't know let me read what I got and then you see what you think okay all right here is some inside info you won't hear on the news this morning at 4:30 a.m. our Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was served a criminal indictment for the by the US for corporate and financial crimes now let me give it a little disclaimer this is nothing official this is just something I received but the only reason I'm doing it is so that you have if you start seeing these people coming out and saying they got the coronavirus you're gonna know the connection okay um, because you know the deal with Q uh, the conspiracy guy he's been telling everybody okay you know there's gonna be all these mass arrests and whatnot of all these evil globalists okay so let me read you this and then I'll tell you what I think okay so he says our Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was served a criminal indictment by the US for corporate and financial crimes media owners were instructed to historically brainwash everyone that PM has coronavirus with his wife and that they won't be leaving their house for a while. Now, have y'all heard if he has that? I haven't heard. Tom Hanks was arrested 48 hours ago for pedophilia and he is currently being kept in a hotel room in Australia refusing to fly back to the United States. Now, you know, he come out and said he had the coronavirus. Okay, so next celebrity arrest will be, these are names to just look for, Celine Dion, Madonna, Char Charlie Barkley, Kevin Spacey, all will claim coronavirus infections. Italy's airports have been completely shut down as over 80 of the Vatican and financial officials have been served same criminal indictments for financial crime, pedophilia, uh, child trafficking, and sex abuse. United Emirates, that is the name I was trying to tell you last night, Brad. Uh, the United Emirates is from over in the Middle East. The one that I was trying to tell you that's the Muslim, like, um, the Muslim head over in the Middle East. That's who they are. It's the, you know, I've seen them in meetings in Washington. Uh, the United Emirates have completed mass arrest of their own royal families and affiliates. Convicted Hollywood rapist Harvey Weinstein agreed to a deal in exchange for his testimony against hundreds of top Hollywood celebrities and their involvement in the drug business, pedophilia, and child trafficking. First of all, let me just say, I never believed that that guy committed suicide. Did you? No, I didn't think so. Instead of 55-year-old sentence, 55-year sentence, he only received 23 years. In exchange, he provided testimonies against some of the biggest and most powerful names, including Prince Andrew of the UK, former President Bill Clinton, former Vice President Joe Biden, Tom Hanks, Oprah, Ellen, Quentin Tarantino, Charlie Sheen, Bob Saget, Kevin Spacey, John Travolta, Steven Spielberg, Podesta, Nixon, and Pizzagate sex trafficking clubs and hundreds of more who all were directly involved with Jeffrey Epstein. In exchange of Jeffrey Epstein's testimony, he was allowed to make a deal, listen to this, 
and have his suicide in prison faked. That's what I believe truly happened. CEOs of some major world corporations have been indicted, arrested, and some forced to resign all in the last 30 to 60 days, such as CEO of NBA, Harley-Davidson, Gates Foundation, Intel, McDonald's, wow, McDonald's, Caesar Awards, Vatican Chief of Police, Disney, etc. Approximately seven to 800 more resignations are coming in the next three months. Lab-created coronavirus, there's another one, lab-created, is a cover-up for mass mandatory vaccination agenda, as well as a covert U.S. intelligence operation that the world has never seen. And this mass 158,000 arrest operation will remove and capture the biggest evil and corrupted politicians, celebrity, and CEOs, including global elites, and bankers such as George Soros, UN officials, founders of Greta Incorporated. Trump will win 2020 elections. An arrest of former U.S. presidents will occur in early 2021. All major arrests will be covered by media as an accident or conspiracy theory. All arrested individuals will be given Rommel death, meaning choice between suicide by accidental death in return for assurances that his or her reputation will remain intact. There's some heavy stuff, ain't it, Brian? Or face criminal trial that would result in public disgrace. Uh, some top religious leaders will be arrested or forced to resign. Some will get sick suddenly. Vatican will be the first and the Pope will be removed in 2020. Production of human extracted adrenochrome will be revealed. Oh, that's gross. And Hollywood and Vatican will be directly responsible for it. Coming up there will be a two-month complete shutdown of the world's most common operations such as schools, stock exchange, some banks, airports, shipping, travel, Events, galas, all this is happening right now, isn't it? Uh, sports championships, music awards ceremonies, NBA, NHL, basketball games, ship cruises, including food shortage and staged electricity power loss. Gas prices will go down. Wow, look at that. Food costs will go up. Insurance will go up. Gold and silver stocks will fall. Many corporations will either bankrupt or take a significant financial loss, such as what is about to happen to Air Canada, Disney, and Coca-Cola. H5N1 bird flu will be intentionally released this week out of China. Welcome to the Greater Awakening. What is about to happen? See, this is that awakening, Bride that I'm telling you is the fake one that our evangelicals have partnered with. Uh, they're saying it's the awakening because they have made the enemy the deep state. So they're going to say all this happening, all these people being arrested and everything is the great awakening. But they've included all religions and the LGBT and all this apostasy. Okay, so welcome to the Greater Awakening. What's about to happen this summer and fall will change the world's history. 
Okay, and then I received this other bit of information. Y'all know, <laughs> Brad, y'all send me this stuff. I'm in information overload from all of you sending me stuff all the time. Okay, now this is just a guy's opinion, but after listening to that, consider this one. Okay. Uh, this guy is thanking me for confirming a notion that spoke to him last year with Trump, with Trump as the champion of the Christian faith. Okay, Lucifer is dividing his kingdom against itself. Now listen to this, Brian. To bring up the Antichrist spirit on the world stage. Trump will be used to bring about the destruction of Satan in the world arena, the deep state. Who are the ones who through satanic rituals, sacrificing children, gaining power and wealth over the last 200 years or more, Hollywood, etc., sex magic, uh, Trump will be used to bring down this whole cabal who worships Satan. Once it's all brought to the light, and he will really be considered a savior and a hero then. Uh, or the great awakening, Satan will be declared defeated. And holy moly, down comes Lucifer as a savior through Trump. Uh, or someone who is in his bloodline declaring victory over darkness and ushering in the golden age of a thousand years of peace. Now this is what, this is very believable to me because the New Apostolic Reformation, which is who is surrounding the president, they do not believe in the Antichrist coming. They believe in this golden age, which is a new age belief. Uh, this golden age of this era, you know, you keep hearing all these prophetic false words from all of we're in a new era We're in a, a new decade of you know peak global peace and prosperity and all this well uh, this Okay, so they don't believe that the Antichrist is about to step on the scene. They don't believe in the mark of the beast They believe everything happened back in 70 AD. They don't they don't think the tribulation's coming or anything. So what they're doing, uh, like in Jonathan Kahn, when I read his book, The Oracle, it was the final uh, that put it together for me. Uh, because the last four chapters of his book just spell it out what the apostasy believes. They ought to do that on another broadcast. Ought to read all last four chapters. Uh, just to show you what they're teaching and what they believe. So what they believe is going to happen is, okay, everybody is going to come together in unity in Jerusalem. So Jerusalem is going to be the capital of the world, which I already felt that way for all religions, okay? Because you have the LGBT, capital is there. They're moving it to Jerusalem, isn't that sad? Then you have all the religions are putting up bases there. That's going to be their capital. So they're going to build this third temple and they're going to prepare this whole kingdom and they're going to tear down all these evil people and they're going to they're going to make everything Christian and prepare the temple for the king to come back.
But we know, according to true biblical prophecy, the only king that's going to be stepping in that temple is the Antichrist. Because Jesus has already come. He's already come, people. So, they believe that they are ushering in this golden age, this era of a thousand years. Some of them believe they're in the millennium right now. And so, that's what all they're working for is to prepare for this. And so, uh, I can believe what he's saying there because uh, let's say that all of this is happening at the same time Satan is dividing up you know, his own kingdom so that it makes uh, the awakening look like it's so really good politically. And then at the same time, they're going to be crowning a king in this third temple. And this is what the New Apostolic Reformation is partnered with. And so it's, <laughs> Brian, you've got to just research this stuff yourself. I'm telling you, I am still an information overload. But uh, anyways, well, I hope that uh, this news today encouraged you a little bit and uh, prepared you for what's coming. I will see you tonight, Bride, and we are going to study the uh, Event 201. Okay, so tonight we're going to go through that event and we're going to examine it piece by piece because that's going to tell us what's coming. They practiced this in October of last year, and now it's on the world stage. And now they've all come together in unity for this one world order. And it was made public today. Isn't it funny that Trump released that document today about the G7 and how all these countries are together now in unity and they're all going to share information and they're, they're all as one. At the same time that the Pope is about to declare that the one world religion is as one, isn't that funny? Can you believe it? At the same time, they've cut off the press. And they have limited the press to just a few that they want in there. Isn't that something? So, we're... I see a clampdown. I see a clamp... I see the cutting off of the press corps as a clampdown. So, we'll see, Bride. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. The day's coming. So, I'm going to get off here. Listen here. I will see you tonight about 11. About 10 or 11. Alright, Brad. I just received the statement from the press secretary about the G7 Leader Summit. Okay, so you need to know the official... Uh, White House position on the G7 leaders statement about the coronavirus. Now, uh, the White House uh, did a phone call today where they actually just talked to the other governments on the phone and they discussed the coronavirus. So this, I'm going to read the official statement from the White House. Here we go. We, the leaders of the group of seven, Acknowledge that the COVID-19 pandemic is a human tragedy and a global health crisis, which also poses major risk for the world economy. Now, this is the voice of all seven nations, and what they is, the seven nations, is the seven top global economies. Okay? 
While current challenges may require national emergency measures, we remain committed to the stability of the global economy. We express our conviction that current challenges related to the COVID-19 pandemic need a strongly coordinated international approach. Oh, oh, international approach? Can I say UN takeover? All right, well, let me continue here. Okay, so international approach. Where was I at here? Okay, based on science and evidence, consistent with our democratic values and utilizing the strengths of private enterprise, which he's been telling us this, he has partnered with all the businesses, which we know from the World Economic Forum, okay? We are committed to marshalling the full power of our governments. Okay, let's look up the word marshalling. Let me look this up. An officer of the highest rank in the armed forces of some countries, including France, U.S., a federal or municipal law officer, the head of a police department, an official responsible, an official responsible for supervising public events. But here's the verb of it: marshalling. Here we go. To arrange or or assemble a group of people, especially soldiers, in order. They marshaled the troops is an example. Methodically assemble and arrange facts, ideas, objects. Correctly position or arrange, direct the movement of. Okay, we get the point. We get the point. We are committed to marshaling the full power of our governments. Is this not scary, Brad? To coordinate on necessary public health measures to protect people at risk from coronavirus. Restore confidence, growth, and protect jobs. For who is what I want to know. Support global trade and investment. Encourage science, research, and technology cooperation. Wow! Come on! Can I say the One World Order is here? Can I say they have pulled together now? Okay, all under the guise of this coronavirus. Okay. By acting together, we will work to resolve the health and economic risk caused by COVID-19 pandemic and set the stage, come on, set the stage for a strong recovery of strong, sustainable, remember that word sustainable under the UN, the Sustainable Developmental Goals, the SDGs that I've been telling you about. Set a stage for a strong recovery, a strong, sustainable economic growth and prosperity, which is part of the UN agenda. Okay, accelerate our response. They are accelerating now. Let's see what they're going to do. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat, Brian. We will work hard to protect the health and safety of everyone in our countries. Stepping up the response. To the outbreak remains our foremost priority. Ooh, it's about to escalate, Brad. We will coordinate our efforts to delay the spread of the virus, including through appropriate border management measures. We will enhance our efforts to strengthen 
health systems, this is where we got to be careful, Brad, to strengthen our health systems in our countries and globally, and globally, Brad, the one world government is official. Is that not what it sounds like to you? Oh, we're going to come together and we're going to have a global agreement, a global, a global system that we're all working on together. That's what they're saying, Brad. This is the global. All right. Come on, phone. Can you believe this? My phone just froze on me. The devil is alive. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right, so let's scroll on down here. Okay, so stepping up the response to the outbreak remains our foremost priority. We will coordinate our efforts to delay the spread of the virus, including through appropriate border management measures. So every one of these countries are all in agreement they are closing they are managing their borders managing the information let's see what else they're going to do brad we will enhance our efforts to strengthen health systems in our countries and globally and globally we fully support the world health organization the UN organization, the mouth of the UN, the World Health Organization, who was in that meeting of Event 201. By the way, Brad, we're going to do that late night party tonight. We're going to go through them videos of the Event 201 with Bill Gates. So you will see tonight. Be ready. This will be our late night party tonight. You will see what uh, they said. But... Who is a part of that? Back in October when they did a simulation of a, a virus going across the world. Bill Gates. World Health Organization. World Economic Forum. Of which President Trump has spoke over the past few years and spoke again this year. We fully support the World Health Organization in its global mandate. According to who? The UN to lead on disease outbreaks and emergencies with health consequences, leaving no geographical vacuum. Bride, if this does not let you know we are here, I don't know what to tell you. This is it. We're reading the blueprint of the New World Order. This is it right here. And encourage all countries, international organizations, and the private sector to assist global efforts and especially all you 501c3 churches that are working with fema definitely have you help us okay and the private sector to assist global efforts such as the global preparedness and response plan we stress the value of real-time information. This is where social media is going to come in, Brad. And I've told you for years, 
uh, about social media that one day they will contact all your friends and they will say, do y'all know where Jean's at? She was terrible. She, you know, and make up some crime I committed. She did this and we want you to report to us right then, go live and turn her in right there. And then people will be happy to do it because they want to be a part of this global community. So they're going to turn me in and then the drone will be right there. And then the drone will have a gun or arrest me or whatever. I'm just letting you know what's coming in the future. All this is in my books, by the way. Okay, so let's go back to the official document here. We stress the value of real-time information. Real-time is what we're doing right here. It's live. It's people doing stuff, speaking about it on social media, everything live. Sharing to ensure access to the best and latest intelligence. Improving prevention strategies. Okay, I'd like to know what people you're going to pick out to prevent what not. Remember the article I read to you from the China uh, officer who said that when they wanted to test the uh, concoction that they have made this virus who did they choose to be the guinea pigs bride the Christians so they're saying they will be improving prevention strategies and mitigation measures mitigation what do you think mitigation means let's look at this remember I worked for a lawyer and I learned you gotta examine every word so this is how I do bride when I show you the bills that, you know, back when I thought the Democrats were evil, you know, <laughs> when I would try to expose what the Democrats was doing to the country and I would read you their bills. Okay, so that's where that come from is when I worked for that lawyer. All right, let's look up mitigation. The action of reducing the severity, seriousness, or painfulness of something. So it's the law. Okay, that's exactly what I thought. So legal measures. Remember I told you about the uh, the Noahide laws, how they're setting up tribunal locations? That, to me, goes along with this. Okay, we will pull, P-O-O-L, epidemiologic and other data to better understand and fight the virus. In other words... We are the new world order now, and we have put all of our data together globally. Brian, this is what they're saying. This is it. We have arrived, Brian. We have arrived to the new world order. And what is going to roll out in a couple of weeks on April 1st? The new world religion with the Pope will be official when he's pulling all these religions together to sign this pact. On what? What, what is the basis of him doing that is climate change. Climate change. All right. This word means, okay, epidemiological. Epidemiological. Okay. 
relating to the branch of medicine which deals with the incidence, distribution, and control, control of diseases. So, we have our own government saying, we have partnered with all these countries and we're pulling everything together, baby. We are one world government now. That's right. This is exactly what this is right here. Okay, so we will pull P-O-O-L, which means pull everything together. Epidemiologic and other data to better understand, which means, okay, let's pull together all of our surveillance uh, that we have on people. Let's pull together all of our social media that we have on people. Let's pull together all of our data, all of our medical data. And then, Brad, whenever they force everybody to get a vaccine, let's go ahead and get everybody's DNA, and then we're going to give it over to the New World Order. All right, so let's hear this. We will increase coordinated research efforts, including through voluntary support for the Global Alliance Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness and Innovation. How much you want to bet we got some uh, evangelicals on that team? I bet you. I bet. We will support the launch of joint research projects funded by both public and private resources. And the sharing of facilities. Okay, well that tells me then that our church is very much, just like all these people, Bride, that has had, had dreams about churches being used by FEMA and bringing people in and all this. They're going to share the resources of our country with the UN. That's exactly what this is saying. Sharing of facilities towards rapid development which means remember last night bribe when i read the word from uh jeff byerly and he said we're about to escalate that's what's happening this is escalating at a very fast pace now the sharing of facilities towards rapid development manufacture and distribution of treatments and a vaccine adhering to the principles of efficacy, safety, and accessibility. Efficacy, I'm imagining, is efficiency. Let's see. The ability to produce a desired or intended result. Effectiveness, that's what I thought. Okay. We will make efforts to increase the availability of medical equipment where it is most needed. We will coordinate with online platforms to maximize public access to the latest correct and relevant official information in recognition that millions of citizens receive information and news via social media. So get ready, Brad. They are, I hate to say it, but we are here. It is at the point they're going to shut the mouth of anyone that opposes the state. This is so... I just want to cry right now. 
because I just pray I haven't told y'all too late, Brad. Okay. To implement these objectives and adapt measures if necessary. will require efforts across all parts of our government and we ask our health ministers to continue to coordinate on a weekly basis forcefully listen to this one forcefully address the economic impact of the outbreak how are they going to forcefully Brad? When they say forcefully, how are they going to forcefully tell the Americans? We resolve to coordinate measures and do whatever it takes. Using all policy tools to achieve strong growth in the G7 economies. And to safeguard against downside risk. To this end, we are mobilizing the full range of instruments. Does this sound like the government cracking down on us or what, Brad? We're using all of our power and we're going to, you know, use every facility, you know, to protect you. But we're going to strip you of all your rights and everybody that speaks against the government, we're shutting their mouth. That's basically what they're saying, Brad. Okay, to this end, we are mobilizing the full range of instruments, including monetary oh, and fiscal measures, as well as targeted actions to support immediately and as much as necessary the workers, companies, and sectors most affected. This is particularly important for small and medium businesses and working families. We also ask our central banks to continue to coordinate to provide the necessary monetary measures in order to support economic and financial stability and to promote recovery and growth. In other words, they're telling all the banks, you better step up to the plate and you better uh, help us defund this. That's what I hear them saying right here. We ask our finance ministers to coordinate on a weekly basis on the implementation of those measures and to develop further timely and effective actions. We reinforce the importance of coordination. This is the unity bride. We reinforce the importance of coordination among international organizations even in the face of challenges to business continuity. In other words, come on everybody, you need to pull together in the midst of this crisis. We call on the International Monetary Fund. Come on. And the World Bank Group. This is your president calling out to the globalists. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Now this is them coming down and they are in your face, but it's, it's too late for people. A lot of people ain't even going to catch on that this is happening. This is why I'm crying over here because I'm praying I haven't told you too late. I pray that 
my friends, as small as they are, that somebody's been listening. Okay, we call on the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank Group and other international organizations to further support countries worldwide as part of a coordinated global response focused on this specific challenge. We also ask our finance ministers to work closely with international organizations to design and implement swiftly the international financial assistance. So they're asking everybody to chip in, basically. Throw your money in the pot. This is socialism. Am I hearing this right? <laughs> this is socialism. Throw all your money in the pot and help all these other countries. Did you know, Brad, that this is actually a part of the UN agenda? Socialism is the UN agenda. It's part of the SDGs. All of you white nations, this is nothing having to do with race, but I'm just saying all of you white nations need to share the wealth with all the poor countries. Basically, uh, when they're saying the top G7 is the top strongest economies in the world, and they're saying spread your wealth. Throw it all out there to all the countries. You need to help. Everybody's coming together. The new world order is here. I'm surprised they just haven't come out and said the new world order is here. Because that's, that's what they're saying. Okay, let's continue. Okay. Okay, let me say this again. We reinforce the importance of coordination among international organizations, even in the face of challenges to business continuity. We call on the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank Group, which we all know is globalist, and other international organizations to further support countries worldwide as part of a coordinated global response. I'd like to know how many ministries are going to be funding this. How many ministries are going to be throwing millions of dollars that the church has given them? You need to consider this, Brad. The church has partnered with this, with this UN agenda. The money that you've been throwing them, the you people that are on disability and the elderly that has been giving them your last dollar, they are going to throw all this into the UN fund. I guarantee it. Somebody needs to be asking the ministries you donate to, ask them. Are you going to be participating in this G7, in this New World Order agenda? Are you going to be giving my money over to the UN? Okay, let's continue. Okay, and further support countries worldwide as part of a coordinated global response focused on this specific challenge. We also ask our finance ministers to work closely with international organizations to design and implement swiftly the international financial assistance that is appropriate to help countries, including emerging and developing economies. What did I tell you? What did I say? Socialism 101. From your president. Oh, but no, it's only the Democrats that are socialists. It's only the Democrats and the evil people 
They want to be a part of a socialist idea. No, Brad, I have been telling you, they all work together. They all work together. Oh, yes, go ahead, Lane. All right, while you're asking, I'm going to finish this. Face the health and economic shock of COVID-19. We will address disturbances to international supply chains and continue our work to facilitate, facilitate international trade. So in other words, we still want to do our international trade, but we want to pull everybody together in this socialist idea and tell you to give me all your money. Okay, now, how will our politicians keep you the guys of being separate? Okay, sis, I don't know what that means. What do you mean by guys? Okay, here's the end of this. You ready? Restore and expand growth. We will continue to work together with resolve, which means a strong arm, to implement these measures to respond to this global emergency. In facing the economic challenge, we are determined not only to restore the level of growth anticipated before the coronavirus pandemic, but also to build the foundation this is the foundation for stronger future growth. We will continue to coordinate through the G7 presidency, including at the G7 Leaders Summit, and call upon the G20 to support and amplify these efforts. Wow. Well, let me look up something. Let me look up G7 presidency and see exactly what they're talking about. Copy. All right. Oh, I think I know what you're saying. Hold on. Okay, let's see. G7 president. 2020. All right, let's see what they say. The 46th G7 Summit will be held June 10th through June the 12th, 2020 in the United States. Oh, we're going to host this big one on behalf of half of the group of seven. All right, here's the seven. The United States, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, United Kingdom, and the European Union. All right. Maybe this means the G7 presidency, meaning the country that they're actually hosting the event in, which means President Trump has it this year. Let's see. 
The group of G7 is an informal group of seven countries, the heads of state and government of which meet at an annual summit. It has no legal existence. Permanent secretariat or official members. You know what this sounds like, Bride? Is that show I keep telling you to watch on Netflix called The Family. Okay? Uh, the Family has no official documents. Just like the NAR, the New Apostolic Reformation, has no official documents. It's the same as the G7, but yet they're making an official statement. And yet the NAR is making this official uh, tribunal. The G7 was created. Oh, wait a minute. It is the presidency, which is held by one of the seven countries in turn every year. It is President Trump. That is it. So I was right. All right. Okay, which is held by one of the seven countries in turn every year that provides the resources required for the group's work. Whoa! Oh! Okay. <laughs> the United States is going to provide the resources for the coronavirus for all countries? What the word? Am I hearing this right? Let's read it again. It is the presidency which is held by one of the seven countries in turn every year that provides the resources required for the group's work. That is what it said. This is the country of France that is, is has this in here. Okay, and then it says, the European Union is represented at the G7 by the European Council President and the European Commission President. Why was the G7 created? The G7 was created on France's initiative. Oh, really? France, the very one that gave us the Statue of Liberty? Okay, well, let's see what the difference is here. It was created on France's initiative during the crisis following the first oil crisis. So the economy... It was conceived as an informal forum for dialogue between the leading economic powers. Okay, the New World Order, all right. With the primary aim of acting as a forum to coordinate economic and financial policies free of any specific protocol. Over the years, the G7's multilateral dimension has helped establish a collective framework for better regulation of globalization. Oh, wait a minute. Our president is a globalist. He is involved with the globalists. Would he ever admit that he's a globalist? No. But he is, and the evidence is here. Okay, what issue does the G7 address? In addition to addressing the economic issues it focused on initially, the G7 is now a forum for a consultation where common responses are found for major global challenges, including peace and security. Oh, the peace initiative. Oh, so all these G7 countries are in on the peace deal? Yes. Okay, let's see. Peace and security, counterterrorism, development, education, health, the environment, and climate change. Wow, it sounds just like the UN. It sounds just like the Sustainable Developmental Goals, people. Wow, okay. The effectiveness of this dialogue 
draws on a basis of shared values within the group democracy, respect for human rights and fundamental freedoms. I guarantee they go by the International Deal for Freedom Rights, which comes out of the UN. And fundamental freedoms, free markets, and respect for international law. Okay, who makes this international law is what I want to know. This possibility of free expression and these shared values makes it possible to tackle sensitive subjects where consensus may be lacking. Okay, all right. Is the G7 in competition with the UN? The main benefit of the G7 is that it is a driving force and a space where new solutions can be tested before being promoted in other forums such as the United Nations. Okay, and multilateral technical or financial institutions. Therefore, the G7 does not stand against, but rather in support of it. Duh. Duh. <laughs> the sustainable development of goals is everything you're standing for, people. All right, who are the G7 members? The members of the G7, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, the United Kingdom, and the United States. The group started out as the G6 in the first summit of Rambouillet, France in 1975, before becoming the G7 when Canada joined the following year. Now, we all know Canada is socialist to the bone. Alright, so the European Union was gradually involved in the G7 starting from 1977 and now takes part in all discussions and is represented jointly by the President of the European Council and the President of the European Con Commission. Who do the G7 members represent collectively? The G7 members currently represent close to 40% of global GDP gross domestic products. What? You mean tell me you represent 40% of the economy in the world? Wow. And 10% of the world's population. When the group was created in 1975, they represented 70% of the global uh, domestic products. The G7 members are all members of the G20. The G7, therefore, plays a pilot role. This is like the captain of the team to the UN. Oh, we get the picture now. We get the picture now of this new world order. All right now. Okay, so the G7, therefore, plays a pilot role where initiatives can be prepared in a select group before being adopted. So basically, this is like, okay, Brad, all right. You take the U.S. Capitol whenever bills are done, right? What do they do? They take it before committees. This is the New World Order Committee. They find, they come up with a recommendation. This is the plan. And then they go to the G20 and then they implement and then they go to the UN and there you wrote. So now we know. Okay. In a select group before being adopted by the G20, the members of which represent 85% of the global economic production and two-thirds of the world's inhabitants. Why has the G8 become the G7? The G7 became the G8 when the Russian Federation joined from 1998. Remember President Trump last year said Russia needs back in? 
However, the leaders of the European members, North American members, and Japan suspended their participation in the G8 in 2014 during the Russian presidency because of the violation of the sovereignty and territorial integrity of Ukraine by the Russian Federation. They resumed the work the same year in a seven-member format. Hmm. Okay, so... Now we know. We have... Okay, let's go over. What is the G7 presidency? The G7 member country holding the presidency organizes the Leaders' Summit, the United States this year in 2020. It determines the major priorities that will shape the discussion, sets down a schedule for preparatory meetings, and facilitates the organization of work. The presidency also decides which third countries and organizations are invited to certain summit sessions. So he may end up inviting Russia this year. It is also responsible for communicating on behalf of the G7. Oh, we're going to be the voice while the epidemic of the virus breaks out. And we're going to tell everybody we're now the new world order and we are coming together globally and becoming socialist and we're telling all these countries across the world you better give your money over so that we can all come together and do a, a global surveillance and a global economy and a global this what the world i am in shock are you in shock bro i am in shock that we are here already i i'm in shock that we are literally seeing the new world orders document that they are officially formed it's i'm in shock that's why i'm in tears over here i'm like god help the church help us and now when you look at it you see how everything was put together and how we were duped it all makes sense now help us lord Okay, so going back to the document I got from the White House, let's go back and read this last chapter. Or last, not chapter, but the last uh, paragraph, okay? To restore and expand growth, we will continue to work together with Resolve to implement these measures. Now that we know it's the United States implementing these measures uh, for this global uh, unity pact they got going on now. To respond to this global emergency. In facing the economic challenge, we are determined not only to restore the level of growth anticipated before the pandemic, but also to build the foundation for stronger future growth. We will continue to coordinate through the G7 presidency, so through President Trump, including at the G7 Leaders Summit, which we know now is in June, and call upon the G20. Now we know, Brad, why they're calling on the G20. To support and amplify these efforts. I just want to go back and read this whole entire thing again. Now that I know where our role is this year. But I know it would, we would have another long broadcast. But basically, this whole thing that I received from the White House today. The statement is stating that our government has formed a global pact with these global countries 
to say we're pulling all resources together. We're going to give our buildings and our facilities over to the UN. That's what this says. And we're pulling all of our resources together. Asking all the countries across the world to give their money into this. <sighs> I pray the country wakes up. I pray it's not too late. I pray. Let's just pray right now. I just feel led to pray and then I got to get back to work. Lord, help us. Lord, we come together in agreement, your church, right now, Lord. We know that all this was written. We know all this was said before that this is going to happen. But Lord, it came upon us really fast. And I'm afraid that a lot of us are not ready, Lord. And I pray that somehow that the church would wake up, Lord. I know your word says that in the last days, even the very elect may be deceived. But Lord, we pray that the people will wake up in time. And that they will prepare their house. And they will not take the chip. They will not take the mark. They will see the truth in our leaders. And they will come out from among them and begin to go back to the gospel. And that is loving our neighbors and preaching the truth to people and praying for people and not getting them involved in the beast. And Lord, we just repent for the church. We repent for the church getting involved with this. We repent for the church being the voice of this. We repent for the church um, partnering with perversion and partnering with the apostasy, Lord. And... We just pray that you help all of us to know our role in this hour. We do believe that you're going to use us mightily, Lord, that you're going to equip us because you called us all for such a time as this. You knew exactly what you're doing. Thank you, Lord, for opening our eyes and helping us, Lord, to be prepared so that we're not going into this blindly, but that we know what we're looking at. And thank you, Lord, for your wisdom during this hour. Thank you for having angels with us, Lord, and equipping us and giving us help with angels uh, to be able to do this next part of this era that we're stepping into, Lord. We worship and we praise you today, Lord. You're worthy to be praised no matter what's happening. You're worthy to be praised no matter what's happening. And Lord, I pray for every family involved that you protect them from the UN and you protect them from this globalist agenda to try to um, control all of our United States citizens. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Bride, I know it is being done right in front of our face. But the scales are starting to come off. People are starting to see what's going on. But the thing is, the reason I started crying a minute ago is I just pray it's not too late. I pray to God I get these last two books out before they shut these books down. I mean this with all my heart. So I called Amazon today. All of you that ordered the first two books, they're going to be shipped tomorrow. So... I'm praying that, uh, because they're saying here they're going to crack down on all people that is speaking against the state. 
So I just pray that people get these books. And it's not that I'm all that in a bag of chips. It's that God took me to these places to tell you and to show you what's happening. And to open your eyes to understand the strategy of what the beast is doing right now. And so, God help us, God help the country, and God help the church. Amen. Uh, well, I'm going to get off here, Brad. I love you, and I pray you have a good day, and I'm sorry to have to report this to you. Something else I'm sorry to have to report, but uh, at least we have the access to this information. And let me tell you something, Brad. That's one thing I am thankful that it's me that you're hearing it from. Because I am not sold out to big ministry. I'm not sold out to an agenda. I am not sold out to any person, place, or thing. So, I have already ruined myself as far as ever getting a normal job. Uh, think about what I've done by me speaking out and being as truthful as I've been. Uh, I have publicly labeled myself. <laughs> I mean, unless I obey the Lord to my dying death, you know, I have done it in for myself as far as I have put myself way out there. But the reason that I have is because I don't have somebody over here saying, Shh, you're going to offend this ministry. Shh, you're going to offend this person. Shh, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you're going to mess with our agenda and you're, you know, whatever. I don't have that. So I can tell you the truth at all costs, you know. And so at least for right now, we're pretty blessed on that. So I'm going to try to keep you informed, Brad. I don't have the studio like my heart's desire wants to have. Hopefully one day God will bless me. Uh, to be able to do this in a, in a more, you know, professional manner. Uh, but right now, I just have to do what I can do uh, to get you the information. Now, tonight, I do want to do that other um, Event 201 broadcast. We will do that tonight. Okay, I'm going to try to answer some of your questions. Let me get my glasses back on. All right, let's see here. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless y'all too. The letter says what? The UN is taking over? That's what it sounds like to me, don't you? Okay, as in the days of Noah. Amen, sister. Alright, it is being done right on our face, but the scales are starting to fall. Stay awake. Amen. Stay live. I tweeted you. Okay. The only support... We only support what Trump says. He stands for not trusting any man. What? I don't get that, Bob. The Zionist Mafia is taking over us, definitely. We are the strong-arm bullies. Well, I mean, if you look at it, that the United States is the G7 presidency. Oh, remember, Brad, I told you what I discovered in Washington about how all this is the beast. I told you, the UN is the brain, okay? They're all the heads coming together. That's the UN. The State Department is the strong arm. They're the ones that make it happen. 
The White House is the mouth of the beast. Capitol Hill. There's a reason that God has showed me this. And now I see it all coming together. The UN is in our heart. It's in New York. We are the one that protects the UN. It's on our soil. And I mean, think about it, Brad. Just put it all together. Uh, the White House is the mouth that is spewing the vomit of the UN. Uh, of the beast. And now we see it putting together. The uh, United States Capitol is the one that is the belly of the beast. And that is the perversion. The Capitol is what spews the vomit uh, law-wise. Did you know that we actually make laws, Brad, that affect other countries? Our country has a lot of power globally. And now we see through this G7 document I just read, the power that we're about to have is going to be unprecedented. And I've had this thought in the back of my head, okay, uh, with President Trump, his first presidency is pulling everybody together in behind him. All demographics he wants in support in the Republican camp. Okay, but in the next presidency, I'm wondering how strong is that arm going to be? Remember last year when he said the GD word twice? And that was right when I first started seeing him turn. And that was, gave me such a bad taste in my mouth. Remember I told you I repented to the Lord and what did the Lord tell me? The Lord said he was testing the church. He was testing the loyalty of the church. How much can he get by with, with the loyalty? And you know what? He didn't get backlash over it. I mean, he got a little, but not enough to make him stop. And after that, he went full force left, full force to the other side. Because now you can't say anything about Trump without people just wanting to shoot you. You know, like without them just getting so mad, you know. And I know because I have been experiencing a lot of this. And so, I mean, heaven forbid you just have the proof right in front of you and be telling them and they will not listen. That's what he wanted. That was his plan. But you take that with all the other groups... And you take an undying loyalty to one man and then put him in president again and just see. Now that we know that he is globalist and he is connected to the UN, he is connected to the globalists, he's connected to the World Bank, the World Health Organization, the uh, financial deal that, uh, what was that called? Whatever he spoke at uh, in January, but the point in Davos. Uh, but the point is, imagine what that much power would do if it was in going the other way full, you know. So, I don't know, Brian. We just got to pray. Uh, I pray to equip the church for what's coming because the Bible already said it's going to happen. We just got to be ready for it. All right, let me read a few more of these. The Bolsheviks never got defeated. You know, I have seen a uh, correlation to this. Uh, what's going on? Okay. UN is the enemy. Yes, it is. And the Vatican is their mouth. Hmm. You don't think that the White House is partnered with the Vatican? 
who has taken over the U.S. over by subversion and illegal immigration. The Vatican, who teaches their religion to our president's children in public schools, that's true, while Catholic children get a superior education with morals, ETC, solution. Well, a lot of the people that he's put into position are Jesuits, which are, you know, Jesuits are the strong arm of the Catholics. They're like the uh, special forces. Okay, get a superior education with morals, ETC, solution. Boycott pagan holidays and do holy feasts and have an independent economy. I don't know what you mean by that, sir. Okay, let's scroll. Alright, God will mobilize this people. I am an independent American militia united. Oh, I've never heard of that before. Keep the commandments of God, seven holy feast gatherings, and the testimony of Jesus Christ gathering is here now. Holy days expose Babylon and pagan holidays truth is the weapon against slavery from lies oh, okay so you're telling what you uh, are a part of sir okay I got you Susan down south of Broward Broward County Florida they are assembling National Guard on medical reasons I say yeah right martial law and new world order okay let me tell you something Many people have been noticing the UN, um, a lot of UN activity on American soil over the past six months. Uh, there's been uh, people seeing these coffins. There's one they said is like thousands of coffins and it's only an hour from here. I would like to ride over there and see it. They say it's right on the road. Okay, let's see. Evict the United Nations. I hear you. They will target who they want, true. Okay, pretending. Oh, I see what you're saying, Lane. Okay, how will our politicians keep... Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, so how will the Republicans and the Democrats keep it hid that they are not together? Uh, well, they may say they may come together in unity uh, under the guise of the coronavirus, just like the president's coming together in unity with all these countries. They may use that as an excuse to show everybody they're together. I don't know. But I just know that they are together. Okay, so let's see if I've got everybody. Keep in mind that D.C. is set in Masonic symbolism. Yes, it is. Very much so. Remember when I was there, Brad? Uh, when I went to pray at those Masonic uh, buildings, the Lord sent me there uh, to pray at both of them. The one that's the Scottish Rite in downtown. Uh, that building is the one that the Lord told me is their Luciferian, Luciferianism headquarters. Uh, because the top of it looks like the Ark of the Covenant. You know, I'm a big lover of uh, studying the tabernacle because to me it shows God's uh, heart towards sin. And in the tabernacle you had the Holy of Holies which had the Ark of the Covenant. 
And then it, in the Bible, it talked about, you know, the two angels uh, that came to life and come together and they put their wings over the ark and all this kind of stuff. So when I was at this Masonic Lodge, the Scottish one, uh, I noticed the top looked like an Ark of the Covenant. And the Lord spoke to me and said, mm-hmm, this is their Ark for Lucifer. And boy, whew, I was praying. It bright, it was sexual. They had these uh, sexual demons out there on these, you know, like statues. I mean, just creepy. Lucifer, the light, you know, the symbols out there for Lucifer is the light. Uh, and the other one, the other temple, which was in the town I lived in, was way up on a hill. And I, sh I went live and showed y'all this temple overlooked all of the transportation sources in the country. And the Lord spoke to me and said, that is not a coincidence. They overlooked the flight industry, the ships, buses, trains, automobiles. And uh, the Lord did speak to me and said that uh, that Masonic Lodge is the reason a lot of the um, politicians get by with their evil acts was because of that one building. You know, in other words, they cover for evil uh, people as long as they're part of their organization. So this is why, Bride, we cannot get involved with the Masons. They are satanic. And the Masonic organization that Reed Joiner's in, he tries to say it is not Masonic. But the Knights of Malta, it is. And then it's sad because he keeps bringing all these other ministries in there. So it's like, God help us. Okay, let me see what else here. You're in on target. God bless and keep safe in Jesus' name. God revealed the microchip implants in 1985 after the Mexico earthquake was told in a dream. Wow, Bob. The Lord revealed it to me uh, back in 2012 when I was in London. So... So many protect him like he's their mom. Yeah. Well, it's because of the uh, propaganda. I was in there. You know, it's because uh, they believe the prophetic words of Kim Clement and all the other talking heads at the top. Okay, and let's see. Yes, Tina Davos. I was listening to David Wilkerson earlier, and I believe he mentioned the UN. Oh, yeah, he's got some good sermons. Yes. Okay, Tammy, I praise God so much for you speaking forth his holy truths. His truths hurt sometimes. Yes, it does. But his truth sets us free. Thank you for your obedience at all costs. God bless you. Tammy, you just don't know. But yes, amen. I don't know how much time I have left with y'all. That's the thing. I'm trying to... I know I've been pushing out a lot of information on my... Uh, personal wall and I just want to say this publicly the reason I'm doing this on my personal wall is because you may only see me with 1200 followers but the people that I have following me are quality people all the way to the White House I'm talking quality people so the things that I put out there you know people that need to hear are listening 
and it's, it's the quality. It's not the quantity. It's the quality of people that I'm attached to uh, that are listening. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, they're watching. And so I am putting my life out there. But I don't know how much time I have left to be able to express this to you. So I'm trying to tell you and I'm trying to finish these books. The two are finished so you can go ahead and get those but the other two will be within a week or so and I'm wanting them done before April before they roll out the One World Religion but um, in these books has all the information you need from now until the end of time because it tells you about the technology we're facing it reveals the strategy of the enemy and blah blah blah. Okay so here we go their glass house is about to crumble. June, they are doing press conferences right now. That's right, they are. Pentagon and the department. Okay, well, let's get off here. Well, let me see here. I don't see it. Here we go. Well, that's Fox News with Jersey Governor. Where is that? Uh, well, I guess I could look it up. Let's see. Pentagon. News conference. Okay. Here we go. Something coming to us and we'll get back to you and let you know as soon as we can whether something is is fact or fiction and we're going to get that out here for this last uh this last uh, six months all right we're gonna do one more and then we gotta go thank you so much um how how ready is the pentagon uh to build hospital beds if asked uh what are the surge capabilities how fast you know could that be spun up um and is there a ballpark figure of how many beds could be built or, or provided I think on the first question on the to build beds, I, I don't think we have a, an estimate on, on building hospitals, um, like uh, constructing hospitals, uh, found pouring foundation and concrete and things like that. I, I don't think we would have a number for you on that. That's not a, uh, a request we've had before um, and that we would, we would be uh, have on the records for how to do that or, or the numbers about what we would be able to do. We do have the numbers on the, the, the tent and the, the field hospitals and things like that. Um, and how quickly we can do that, and we're, we're looking into how how fast we can deploy those. Yeah, and, and you know, again, I think the good news right now is as this as our country as a whole is responding to this outbreak, we have not seen huge demand signals come into the DoD yet, saying that we've got a significant gap. Uh, you know, I, I was here all weekend and. Did not receive anything specifically that says we need this number of beds in this location. What we do have are these tailorable packages, and some of them can move very quickly. They can move by airplane. Others are much larger, like the ship that you know takes a few days to get underway, and you have to bring the crew to it. What what we have tried to be very clear about is, if folks need help, let us know what it is. You know, work through the White House through the oh Department yes, of tell the government service. all of your needs. lead for this, and then. Now that we know that they're global, that requirement with the capabilities that we have and how quickly it can move. And and just finally, we've got to go because the general obviously has a, a lot of uh, important things to be doing. He's here.
14 hours a day every day working on this. So I want to get him back to back to his office. Um, but the solution to coronavirus is going to be a whole government approach, um, and DOD is going to be a part of that. And so we'll keep you guys updated on how we're going to play. The Department of Defense is part of it. Thank you, guys. Because they're going to control us now. Remember, they are going to be the strong arm of the New World Order. We've learned that today, Brad. Well, I'm glad I had that document to be able to show you today. Let's see. Okay, you're seeing people online buying guns and ammo. Okay. I most definitely will be purchasing your books. Love the truth. Through the discernment of the Holy Spirit, God has showed me many things about Trump. We are most certainly in the last of days. We must keep looking up, church, for our redemption draws nigh. It very does, it does very much, and I want to address this. I'm sad to report this to you about President Trump. I am, believe me. I did um, those two marches, the Mega Revival marches, before I discovered that Mega, M-A-G-A, uh, actually means uh, satanic it's a satanic symbol uh, M-A-G-A is a satanic uh, let me look it up now I'm going to have to tell you <laughs> instead of me let me look it up mega satanic Okay, here we go. Oh, it's the fourth degree. Mega, M-A-G-A, is the fourth degree of Satanism. And then I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I have mixed Satanism with Christianity. Uh, Mega revival. You know, I did that two times. But anyways, I didn't know, so there you go. Uh, but the point is... Um, now it's all coming together and now it's making sense and here's the thing Brad we called it at the very end of it right before it's all implemented so I pray that people instead of just being mad at me for saying something that they will listen and at least research and especially now that I just read the president's official document stating that he is globalist that he is a part of this one world order that they have come together and they're going to be putting everything together. Their data, medical records, money. I read it to you today. So now it's like, okay, the reality is here. Where do we go from here? And this is what my last book is. The Last American Bride talks about, okay, we know that apostasy plus idolatry, which is what we're doing in this country, equals judgment which is what we're in right now and the people that we have surrounding the president speaking all these positive words into his life which are not true these positive fluffy words and the positive fluffy words to the country the seeker seeker friendly gospel the toleration gospel that we have going on right now this new age jesus uh is all a judgment it is judgment it's judgment to the church because our vomit has been spit right back in our face. God is allowing us to see exactly what we've done. 
And so that's why I'm saying, Brad, it's not a moment to celebrate when he opens up prayer in schools because he just opened it up for Satanist to go in there and pray. He opened it up for Buddhist, you know, everybody to go in there and just spew their vomit in the school system. All of them to come together in unity. Go ahead, pray to all your gods out here to help with all of our leaders who are partnering with the UN, who's partnering with this globalist agenda. Go ahead and all of y'all pray because you all serve the same God anyway. That's basically what they're saying. This globalist religion that's coming together is going to do that. They're waiting on their Messiah to come together down in Jerusalem. You know? So, anyways. Alright, Trump said he wasn't a globalist. Ha! Yeah, he said a lot of things, didn't he? But he is a globalist. For USA sovereignty. Mountains, clean water, food, shelter, and heat, etc. Go to clean water and mountains. Yes, he is a globalist. What do you define as globalist, Bob? When he goes to the UN, he speaks at the UN every year. When he partners with the UN agenda. When he partners with the G7, the G20, and the uh, World Economic Forum. And he partners with all these globalist people. Bill Gates and everybody. That is a globalist. Wake up. That is a globalist. When you partner with socialism, like what we're seeing happening today, that is globalist. I listened to Jensen Franklin praying yesterday. He, yes, he did read Turn From Your Wicked Ways, but in the prayer, I heard no one asking for the forgiveness of our sins. Well, he's on the president's team, so I don't expect anything different from them. All right, Brad. Well, I might get off here, and I will talk to you later. Now, listen, tonight we're going to do another broadcast late at night, okay? So I will see you probably about 10 or 11, and we're going to do another long broadcast about the uh, Event 201, which was the global globalist exercise uh, last October about a global pandemic, Okay. Uh, which we're now seeing played out and how all of them that was there Bill and Gates and all them with Trump is all a part of it now putting the strong arm down on the country and saying we're all becoming socialist so I will talk to you later Brad this is Dr. G Treehouse Publishers presents author and White House correspondent Dr. June Knight has published 10 books as she traveled the country in obedience to God-serving ministries. Her books are about the Bride of Christ, preparing the church for the end of days, persecution, purity, and spiritual warfare. She even wrote a book revealing the pain and struggles of her own life called Testimony of a Broken Bride Jesus is the True Husband. Her books hope to help families make right decisions in the coming days about the mark of the beast and to choose Jesus over the beast system. Dr. June released four books this year about current day situations such as judgment, technology, tribulation days and more. These four books released in April of 2020 after she left the White House and exposes what she knows about President Trump and the Antichrist agenda. These books reveal apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment and it's for the harvest. 
Dr. June reveals the great divide in the church in this hour due to the great deception. She explains what is the ecumenical movement, new apostolic reformation, and false religions, exposes the one world religion agenda, Dr. June exposes the new world order and satanic agenda, this book exposes the lie of the new apostolic reformation evangelicals who have surrounded the president and is partnering with the beast system. This book's chronicles 40 days of repentance and casting down 40 idols in our nation and church. This book reveals the biblical pattern of judgment and the current judgment. What is the pattern of God's judgment? Why does he judge? What is my role in this? This book discusses now that we know apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment where do we go from here? How do we prepare? What do we look for? What about technology? The human implantation chip, etc. So purchase the American pod books today before they shut them down. Be alert. Be informed. Be equipped for the war ahead. Or go to www.gotreehouse.org and purchase all 10 of Dr. June's books today on sale. If you are interested in writing a book please go to treehousepublishers.com. Thank you. Author and White House correspondent Dr. June Knight has published 10 books. As she traveled the country in obedience to God's serving ministries, her books are about the Bride of Christ, preparing the church for the end of days, persecution, purity, and spiritual warfare. She even wrote a book revealing the pain and struggles of her own life called Testimony of a Broken Bride, Jesus is the True Husband. Her books hope to help families make right decisions in the coming days about the mark of the beast and to choose Jesus over the beast system. Released four books this year about current day situations such as judgment, technology, tribulation days and more. These four books released in April of 2020 after she left the White House and exposes what she knows about President Trump and the Antichrist agenda. These books reveal apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment and it's for the harvest. Dr. June reveals the great divide in the church in this hour due to the great deception. She explains what is the ecumenical movement, new apostolic reformation, and false religions, exposes the one world religion agenda. Dr. June exposes the new world order and satanic agenda. This book exposes the lie of the new apostolic reformation evangelicals who have surrounded the president and is partnering with the beast system. This book's chronicles 40 days of repentance and casting down 40 idols in our nation and church. This book reveals the biblical pattern of judgment and the current judgment. What is the pattern of God's judgment? Why does he judge? What is my role in this? This book discusses now that we know apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment. Where do we go from here? How do we prepare? What do we look for? What about technology? The human implantation chip, etc. So purchase the American pod books today before they shut them down. Be alert. Be informed. Be equipped for the war ahead. Or go to www.gotreehouse.org and purchase all 10 of Dr. June's books today on sale. 
If you are interested in writing a book, please go to treehousepublishers.com.